Just a quick editor's note. A couple of segments there got uh, some weird popping sound in it. And I'm not going to re-record it, so I put it out as it is. But there's another example of reboot your computer before you record. If you're recording directly to a computer as I was today. Podcast help desk number 41 for February 24th, 2015. Do it right the first time. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for, to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, and of course this is the Podcast Help Desk. And tonight we're going to talk about doing it right the first time fact that changing things isn't all that hard, but it's not going to be instant, and it's a lot easier just to do it the first time. And we're going to talk about uh, workflow, uh, what I do to get one of these episodes out, and uh, some suggestions for what you do for your workflow. I'm going to talk about something a little extra geeky tonight, uh, another uh, little segment on post-type podcasting, uh, tell you what I've learned up to this point, something I'm playing with, and in the blueberry tip of the week, we're going to uh, talk about MP3 tagging, that's something that uh, I wasn't doing, but uh, is possible if you're using blueberry hosting and PowerPress, uh, you won't have to uh, tag your files outside of, uh, of WordPress. And we're going to have the first edition of the Podcast Starter. That's what I'm going to be calling it, Podcast Starter. And uh, that's going to be a a special series of podcasts on top of a segment at the end of this podcast, or near the end. And, of course, this week I got my uh, bumper music all uh, lined up. Uh, It's going to be kind of special for me, so I'm not going to let you know who it is till the end. But... uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, as Todd says over at Geek News Central, strap in, get ready. Here we go. So, the first topic we're going to talk about today is doing it right the first time, hence the title of this episode. And as I said, changing things later isn't that hard, but it's not instant, and of course it's easier to do it right the first time. And here's a little, a few things I've picked up over the week. I've had a lot of this sort of thing uh, through, you know, answering questions at Blueberry and and asking or answering questions I get for this show. But instead of pointing out a particular uh, question, I'm just going to kind of generalize. But uh, replacing a file after publishing it. A lot of people will post an episode and then later on down the road decide, oh, I need to edit that, and then they try to replace it in the feed, and it can cause trouble. 
you know, it's not hard to do technically. You know, you upload the file to the same exact place it is now with the exact same file name, the edited file. But the problem is that, you know, there's caching and there's, you know, just, you know, like Stitcher, as a matter of fact, they download the file once, then they report when it's played, but it's not going to replace it on Stitcher. Uh, you know, on iTunes, you know, the listing will show whatever file. Now, you know, if the if the file physically doesn't exist on the server anymore and the new file is in its place, then, you know, eventually everybody's caches and everything will, will get the right file. But that's a real frustrating thing for people. So, you know, it's a lot better to do it right the first time. And like I said, I'm going to share some ways that I make sure that uh, my file's right the first time I upload it. Now, I mean, there's certain things that happen, you know, where, you know, it gets corrupted in the upload or, or whatever, and then, you know, you don't have a choice. But for the most part, you can solve most of this stuff without, without having to uh, replace the file. Get everything correct in your file and feed before you submit it, submit it to iTunes or Stitcher or any other directories. That's the thing, you know, a lot of people when they're first starting, you know, they're just anxious to get it on iTunes. I want to get it on iTunes. I want to get it on iTunes. So they do a test site and they do this and they do that and they try to get it up on iTunes before they're ready. No, 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 no. Relax, relax. Get, get it ready. Get your first episode or two. I mean, you know, I don't subscribe to the the thing going around where you got to have five episodes in your feed before you submit to iTunes or you can't get new and noteworthy, but you know, that that's bogus too. You know, when you get your first one up and everything's working right and everything looks right, then submit it to iTunes, but don't submit it to iTunes and say, well, we're going to launch in, you know, in a month, but I want it on iTunes now. Well, it can't be done without uh, doing a, a show zero, which I'm kind of 50, 50 on. Uh, I used to, do that all the time, and I did it on my last startup show, but, uh, you know, it, it's not necessary, and, you know, launch dates mean zero in podcasting, in my opinion, but that's a whole other thing. Just don't put it anywhere until you're ready, and make sure you're ready. Uh, let's see. T- take time to make sure things are correct before publishing. Create a checklist and i've got a download to the checklist in the show notes to the checklist that i use mind you mine is probably more complicated than yours needs to be but i have a few extra steps i I, you know a lot of people go live to the hard drive you know they press record they do their show they hit stop they upload it and they're done i don't quite do it that way I, i find it easier for me with my uh household situation and all that, that I record this in segments, and I put it together, you know, post-edit. So I, I'm definitely not live to the hard drive. Now, I do do live to the hard drive on other shows that I do, and I do segments live to the hard drive. I don't do a lot of editing within the segment. I do a little bit, and, and like I said, I'll, I'll go through my workflow completely, and you can download the checklist that I use at the show notes. And, and just a couple other things that starting podcasters don't quite get in WordPress. Posts. Use posts. Do not use pages. Use posts. Pages do not show up in the RSS feed. Posts do. And podcasting is based on blogging. And blogging requires posts, not pages. If you want to do pages, that's HTML, blah, 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 you know, 
Now, you know, in the context of WordPress pages and posts look a lot alike, they act totally different. So, and MP3 files. If you're doing audio, it's MP3 files. Uh, a, or what is it? Hmm. Jeez, having a, a uh, brain fart here. AAC, which is what? M4A, I think is the extension. Yeah, that does work. Don't use it. Use MP3. Be like everybody else. And don't post WAV files. You wouldn't believe the number of people this week having problems with their uh, podcast wondering why. You know, one guy was asking, well, why is my uh, web space or my uh, media hosting space all filled up? I've only uploaded two 30-minute shows. And I went to look at his account, and he was uploading WAV files, and they were huge. So, well, we got him on the right track, but I mean, it, it kind of came in waves, no pun intended, but I had uh, three of them in the last week that were uh, trying to podcast wave files. Now, technically, it can work, but is it compatible with anything? No. It, it just, it'll cause all kinds of problems, and just you know, use MP3s. We've discussed that before. So I'm going to go through my workflow, how I get this show going. I've done that before, but I've changed it since then. So uh, we're going to go through it again. And I kind of have a, a bulleted list there in the show notes uh, with uh, explanations and, and all that. Uh, my actual checklist you'll see is the download of a PDF. I could throw the PDF into the, fi into the uh, feed like I've done before, but I think that confuses more people and it uh, helps. So... Just come to the website, podcasthelpdesk.com slash 41, and uh, look for the download link if you want to see my sample checklist that I use. And I actually printed a bunch of them out, and I sit here and check one. And I don't necessarily do them in order, but in a perfect world, this is the order that I would normally do things in. Uh, number one, create an outline for the episode, kind of the beginning show notes. Uh, I do this uh, generally right after I... <laughs> finish uh, production on the on this show i'll do you know episode 42 i'll make the uh, google doc and i link it to uh, i bookmark it on the uh, toolbar of my browser so it syncs across all the devices so whenever i get a, an inspired thought i open it up and jot down notes and you know throughout the week that's what i do uh you know i name it the uh, episode number and and uh, throughout the week i you know, if something comes up that I, I think I want to talk about, I'll jot it down and then expand on it when I get time and come up with kind of an outline for the show, which also ends up being my show notes in the end. That's why I've got really long show notes is because I pretty much uh, just brain dump into this document uh, all week, and uh, that helps me uh, prepare for the show. Uh, once I have the outline all kind of done, I, I figure out a title for the episode, like this week. The title is Do It Right the First Time, you know, but I can, you know, 
change that if I need to, or, you know, whatever the dominant topic of the week was, or a couple of them, depending, you know, for SEO purposes, you might do that. Uh, and then another thing that I just started doing is I create a featured image for the uh, post. Uh, if you notice, going to podcasthelpdesk.com here recently, I've kind of changed things around in the first six episodes on the site all kind of show up at once and the titles are in these special uh, featured images. I forget what the size is for the particular template. I'm, I think it's 672 by 372. You know, and I'm a Photoshop guy, so, you know, this you can omit if you're not doing this, but this is what I do. So once I figure out the title, I can make the uh, image artwork, which is already done for episode 41. Uh, number two on my list, see, that was all step one. I think this is 10 steps the way I've got it here, but <laughs> anyway. Number two is record. That's what I'm doing now. I start with an intro, and then I just record segments. Uh, you know, just I'm, I'm recording this segment now. This is segment three of, of this show, of this particular episode. Then I go through each item I want to talk about in the outline, and I record that segment. I save all the files. I save them as a WAVE file. I work in WAVE until the, the final step, pretty much. Uh, keep everything, you know, as high quality as possible until your time to, you know, time to render it down to MP3. But, uh, you know, if, if you're not doing segments or doing it in pieces and you just do it live to the hard drive, record the whole episode. Just but record it however you record it. Uh, that's not on my checklist. I figure by now, at this point, you'll have everything together. But uh, if you don't yet have your recording stuff all together, I'll have a, a segment about that in a future episode of Starter, which uh, I'm also going to post at the end of each of these episodes, or near the end. But uh, once I'm done recording, I edit. Now you can edit a lot, or you can edit a little, or you can not edit at all. That's totally up to you. But here's the process that I go through. I, first thing I do is I run my segments through Audacity. I actually use Audacity in my workflow. It's a free program. And they have this great truncate silence filter. To cut down on the ums and ahs and stuff that I do, I just realize that I can leave silence there because I'm going to take it out later. And uh, this Audacity truncate silence filter does that for me. You know, I can uh, sit there and just be silent while I'm thinking about the next thing to say. And then when I run it through that filter, it uh, shrinks it down to, it makes me sound smarter. <laughs> I don't know about smart, but smarter. Uh, step B of, of number three there is assemble the segments. You know, if you do it that way, you, you know, have to put everything together. If you don't, skip that one. But I use Adobe Audition at this point, and I do a little compression when I'm in the uh, multi, uh, they call it multi-track, mm, yeah, multi-track, and that's how I put my episodes together, I have a, a track with the segments in it, I have a track with the bumper music in it, and I have another track with the intro and the outro, if I use the outro, I think I'm going to experiment with ending the show differently, but a uh, whole other thing, but... Once I get everything all arranged the way I want it and get my bumper music and all that stuff, 
uh, in there, I, uh, I render the whole thing down as a mix down in wave. So, you know, it's basically comes out in one stereo track wave and uh, I save that. So that would be, uh, you know, step three of the whole process. Step four is post-processing. I take that wave file, the, the one that I compose, and I run it through Auphonic. Auphonic is the, uh, you know, in my case, I use the desktop version, but there is an online version, and we've talked about that a few episodes ago, so won't uh, belabor that point. But uh, if you don't mind waiting for the upload and the download, you can uh, use the online version. The only thing I would say about the online version versus the the uh, desktop version is don't make let it render to MP3. You know you want it to you know you want to upload a wave and you want to get a wave back from them. You don't want to do the MP3 because they use the lame encoder. And I, I I've also talked about all that, so I won't beat that dead horse anymore. But uh, Auphonic is is the way to go. Uh, there is a free one out there. It's now on archive.org. Uh, it's called Levelator, and it's from uh, Gigavox. So if you if you uh, want to download Levelator and give that a try, but uh, it's not going to set your levels to uh, the uh, 16 loofs that uh, is supposed to be standard on uh, the interwebs for podcasts and online video and whatnot. So... Uh, you know, use at your own risk, and be of the uh, of the post process. And this is important. Spot listen to your file. You know, when it gets back from Auphonic or gets you know done with Auphonic or done with Levelator or done leveling or whatever you're going to do to make sure that uh, your file is is level and cool. Uh, spot listen to it. Make sure it came out right because you know sometimes these programs, even Auphonic, can do weird things to your file and. Don't, uh, don't let it uh, do that. You know, at this point is a good time to make sure that the processing went right. So if it didn't, you've, you've still got your wave, the original mix-down wave, or even go back to segments if you have to, but kind of spot listen to it, make sure that everything sort of turned out. Yeah, my screen just went dark. Huh, I love it. All right, so after step four, which is post-processing, what I just went through is step five, render to MP3. Now, I do this in Audition. I take the whole uh, rendered wave file from Auphonic, and I put it back in Audition, and then I uh, render to MP3, save it as MP3. And I use 128K stereo. And that's a good compromise. I, you know, a lot of people say use joint stereo or use uh, mono, but I, I use 20, 128 stereo. Because uh, if... You know, it, it sounds decent, the music comes out all right, and, you know, that I'm kind of adding more music into this particular podcast. You know, I want it to sound decent, but don't go above 128K. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of people are saying, oh, you should go up to, you know, 256 or 192 or, or even 320, I think it is, whatever, CD quality. You don't, you don't need to do that. You know, 64 mono or 128 stereo. Actually, 64 uh, stereo is is still pretty damn good. You know, anything between 64 and 128 is fine. Don't use uh, variable bit rate. Use the uh, constant bit rate. CBR is what it's called. But 
Yeah, you definitely want to use constant bit rate. You definitely want to do 44.1 kilohertz sample rate. You know, all that stuff we've talked about before, but uh, at this point, number five is render the MP3. You can do this in uh, iTunes as well, of course. And uh, So if you don't have uh, Audition or some other Fraunhofer-powered MP3 encoder, you can just do it in the uh, iTunes app that comes from Apple, the, the program for your computer, not the app on your phone. And the next step is tag your MP3 file. Now, I do this using PowerPress and Blueberry Host, which I will uh, talk about in the Blueberry Tip of the Week. But uh, you can do this in iTunes Desktop by importing the MP3 into iTunes. I, I, take a, I make a playlist called Edit, and I drag the file off my desktop or out of that folder, MP3 file in there, and then I tag it in there, add the artwork. You just uh, right-click on it and... Select info and you can fill out all the stuff in the tabs and add your artwork and all that. And then, you know, it, it's in there. It's called ID3 tagging. But like I said, I'll, I'll tell you a better way to do this if, uh, if you're going to buy a Blueberry hosting and use PowerPress, as I suggest. So, anyway, number seven, upload your file and post your show notes. I kind of do this at the same time. I make a new post in WordPress and you know, paste in my show notes, do the upload once it's uh, uploaded. Uh, in my case, I upload my featured image and set that in the post. And uh, of course I do the verify, you know, we've gone through all that and we'll go through that all in uh, starters at the end of the show uh, over the next few weeks or several weeks. So uh, we won't go into debt there, or into debt. <laughs> Freudian slip there. We won't go into uh, details there. And uh, let's see, and then the last part of step seven is publish. And if you're going to publish it ahead of time, you know, scheduling the post, uh, you know, inside baseball here, I'm, I'm doing this on Monday night. I'm going to have it release on Tuesday morning. So I'm going to, when I do this, I'm going to post date the publishing uh, in WordPress to... Uh, whatever time tomorrow morning so that it comes out on the 24th which is what I said at the beginning and I said it you know last week that I'm changing the schedule to Tuesdays so that's how it works but if I get to record ahead of time I, I do and step eight after it's published and this is you know like tomorrow at eight in the morning it's going to be published for me uh, this episode or now you're listening to it it's past eight in the morning whatever this whole time warp thing's got me confused <laughs> but anyway after it's published download and listen to your episode i mean seriously you know however you get your normal podcast that you listen to make sure you're subscribed to your own download it and listen to it and you could go a step further like i do i i listen to the whole thing through on my earbuds with my iPhone, you know, I just got the uh, Apple EarPods, which I think sound pretty good, but uh, my ears are probably shot, so, you know, your mileage may vary, but that's what I, I use to listen to the whole thing through. And if you can't listen to your own podcast all the way through, maybe you shouldn't be podcasting. I mean, come on, this is fun. But uh, anyway, I use the podcast apps on iPhone. I test, uh, you know, test it out. I also test the player on the website. I go to podcasthelpdesk.com. I click on the post. I, I hit the play button, and I don't, I don't listen to it all the way through, but I kind of spot listen through. 
I do all that. Uh, I also you know, listen on the headphones that uh, I'm using while recording this. And over the next day or so, I'll also test it in the car. You know, I'll, you know I've got uh, Bluetooth in my one vehicle, and I've got, uh, I got hook it up with USB uh, in the other vehicle through the stereo, and uh, I listen to it in, in the vehicle, see how it sounds through the car stereo. Sometimes I listen to it on my Bose Wave radio with a Bluetooth add-on, and, you know, but I listen to it several different ways, just, just to make sure that everything kind of sounds right. Another trick to make sure you have your levels right is, you know, pick a podcast that always seems good. I hope you pick this one, but one that always seems to be the right level and, you know, judge yours against it. Listen to that one, then listen to the other one, you know, that you like the levels of. And, you know, see if you're getting in, in there uh, reasonably close. But test, 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 you know. And then 24 hours after it's done and, uh, you know, been out there and released and published, as they say, I check my iTunes listing. I don't even bother to go there any time before 24 hours. Uh, you know, most of the time they catch me, you know, sometime in the 24 hours, but it can be longer. But check it. Check your iTunes listing. Check your Stitcher listing. If you're on Blueberry.com, which you should be, uh, check your Blueberry.com listing. Make sure that updated. Sometimes that doesn't update as often as it should. I happen to be on the Tech Podcast Network as well. I go check that. And I also check the uh, Roku Tech Podcast Network uh, channel. Make sure that I'm in there. You know, so if you're on uh, Roku somehow, go check that out. And any other channels that you publish to, but give it 24 hours at least. You know, and even if it doesn't show up in 24 hours, check it again 24 hours later. You know, by the end of 72 hours, everything should have got your stuff. It, you know, but if you notice that it's not on iTunes, it's not on Stitcher, it's not in Blueberry. Then look at your feed, make sure that it's in the feed. You know, it might have somehow petered out there, but, uh, you know, give it some time. And step 10 is start next week's show notes, as I said at the beginning. I, I start that, like I said, tonight, yet I'll probably have uh, PhD42 already uh, up on uh, Google Docs and uh, might even have a few things in it. And... In my case, for a 30 to 60 minute episode, and I think this one's probably going to go a little longer tonight, uh, but a 30 to 60 minute episode it takes me about two hours, you know, from the time I hit record the first time until uh, I'm done. But I've been doing this a while, so, you know, you should figure about four hours total, uh, four or four hours, four times your recording time. So, you know, if your show when you render it out, comes out to uh, 30 minutes, just figure two hours, you know, four times that. Uh, that's the average, you know. Some people are faster, and as you get your workflow figured out, you'll be faster. And that's not terrible. But, you know, I know people that spend a grand total of 10 minutes longer than the uh, than the episode. Uh, Todd Cochran over at Geek News Central famously does uh, 75 minutes, and his podcast from the time he uh, hits record till the time it's done, posted, and out there is probably 90 minutes, 85, 90 minutes at the most. You know, and then his video shows up sometime later because he has to render that and you know, upload time and all that, but he doesn't do much editing, if any. So, you know, everybody's a little different.
Well, now for something really geeky. That's post-type podcasting. And this isn't for the normal podcaster, but, you know, mainly for the geek who wants to tweak things or and if you really want to get in deep into the weeds. And, and I'm just learning about it, but here's what I've kind of found out so far. Uh, first off, what is a post-type? Well, when I first heard the term post-type, I always thought it was just a post-template, you know, something that you would, you know, put in WordPress, but no, it's not. It, it's something completely different than what I thought it was, and now that I understand it, it has some cool possibilities. Uh, it's not even a display type in WordPress. You know, you can, in WordPress you can make it so that they're full screen without any uh, sidebars, you can delete the header, all that stuff. It's not that. This is a completely different blog, a, a new loop in WordPress, as they say. So, you know, if you look at, and I, I, I think I'm going over what I went over last week with it, but uh, the the gist of it is, okay, you, you've heard of pages and posts. And it's the two places in stock WordPress that you can post stuff, is in pages or posts. Pages don't show up in the RSS feed, posts do. Posts show up on the post page, the loop page, where the newest one is on top, and, and as they get older, they go down the page, and then goes into multi-pages, you know, after so many items on each page, and you know how that works. Well, a po custom post type is the same thing. It's another post category, another post, not even a category. See, all these terms are already used. It's its own thing. It's So, in my case, I, I started the one for... Uh, Podcast starter, and I call them starters. So in my WordPress dashboard, I've got you know posts, I've got pages, and then I've got starters. And starter is its own thing. You know, it's a, the post. It's its own post type. I don't know how to easily, more easily explain it than that. It, it's like a whole another WordPress install, but just the post part. And it has its own page. It has, uh, or its own, yeah, its own page of loop, of the loop on your site. In the case of Podcast Help Desk Starters, that's podcasthelpdesk.com slash starter. No, no S. <laughs> but more on that at the end of the episode as far as what that is. But uh, that's what it is. And some of the, the, the things that uh, you definitely have to know to use post types is you have to use a plugin to add a post type. There's two plugins that are recommended by Angelo, who wrote PowerPress uh, for power, uh, post type podcasting, and and the one is one of them's called Types. It's just you know go to uh, Add New Plugins and type the search Types T Y P E S, and the first thing that comes up will be that, and that's a very good one. That's the one I'm using on. Podcast Help Desk. There's another one. It's CPTUI, Custom Post Types UI. And it's not as user-friendly, but it also works, and it works good. Uh, you have to set a few things uh, yourself that, that are set stock in types. But uh, one of the things you got to make sure that you have set if you're using CPTUI is has archive. Set that to yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not going to work. And on either one of them, you have to use permalinks in WordPress to make it work. And what permalinks are, 
you know, on a stock WordPress, if you don't do anything to it and you make a post, it's going to have, you know, yourdomain.com slash question mark equals P and a number. That's not using permalinks. If you look at mine, it has, you know, podcasthelpdesk.com slash whatever the crazy title of my show was. <laughs> That's, you know, what the page will look like or the post if you click on the post. Uh, or if you just at the home page, it just it's just the home page. So that's what I've learned so far about that, and it's working. I've got it all set up. Uh, Starter is going to have episode one in there. By the time you hear this, uh, episode one of podcast starters will be in there at podcasthelpdesk.com slash starter. Like I said, more at the end of the show. I also started another one over at MikeDell.com, and that one uses uh, types instead of, uh, or vice versa. I don't remember which one has which, but uh, one uses one, one uses the other. I started a uh, another podcast, which is kind of a test for post types, but also kind of a mental health thing for me. It's called Mike Rants, and it's at uh, MikeDell.com slash rant. So uh, if you want to listen to another bit of me yelling into the microphone for no particular reason go check that one out it's not completely work safe but like i said it's for mental health but that's just another example of post types that's at mikedell.com slash rant And it's time for the blueberry tip of the week. This is something I wasn't doing till recently, and that's tagging my MP3 files using PowerPress and Blueberry Hosting. And as far as I know, it only works with uh, Blueberry Hosting, so if you're hosting elsewhere, it won't work. The way you set it up is in PowerPress. If you uh, go to your uh, WordPress dashboard under PowerPress, you will see a thing that says, I'm doing it as I'm talking here, you'll see a thing that says MP3 tags. And the beauty of this is you can uh, click a button that says uh, use Blueberry Hosting Services to write MP3 ID3 tags to your media. And this only works if you're using Blueberry Hosting. It only works if you're using MP3. It won't work with M4A, M4V, MP4 videos, none, nothing of that sort. It'll just work with, I, uh, with ID3 tags in MP3 files. And title tag, I always click uh, use blog post. Uh, artist tag, I specify Mike Dell. For album tag, I say use blog title, podcast help desk. Genre, podcast, uh, use current year for the uh, year tag. Track tag, I specify, uh, you, if you're starting from one, you put one in there, and then it'll tick up every episode. So just go in here before you uh, upload and make sure it's the current number right now. Mine says 41. And uh, for copyright tag, I use the uh, copyright talent name. And the URL tag, I use the... Uh, you know, blog URL, which is podcasthelpdesk.com. For cover art tag, I uh, use the uh, same cover art that uh, I use for my RSS feed. You know, just cut and paste that in there. 
my case, it's podcasthelpdesk.com slash phd1400 underscore 2014.jpg. And yes, I could do the 2048 one, which I probably will, but right now I just use that one, and it works fine. And you can even upload a, a new image right here in the uh, thing, and then you hit Save Changes. And then when you upload to Blueberry and uh, publish your post, your uh, file will get uh, tagged. So uh, and that's all automatic. You don't have to bring it into iTunes. You don't have to... Uh, bring it into some other program you just uh, upload it and it's there welcome to podcast starter number one i'm mike dell and in this series called podcast starter by podcasthelpdesk.com we're going to teach you uh, how to start a podcast from nothing to uh, being on iTunes and Stitcher and all those other good places. So let's uh, start out with the, the beginning, the idea. You know, pick a topic and secure your brand, is what I'm going to call it. And the way you do that is uh, first, you know, pick out what you're going to be podcasting about. You know, make it something that you have a passion for that kind of lends itself to continued content. Uh, you know, you, you just want it to be something that you're, you're going to be interested in and you're going to stay interested in. Or conversely, if you want to do a limited podcast run, kind of like what I'm doing here, uh, make it about something you want to teach somebody and do, you know, however many episodes it takes to, teach that topic. That's kind of what this is going to be. And I've done that before with the Ham Radio Pod Class. We did, uh, I think, 37 episodes are currently online. And that'll teach you how to get your Ham Radio license, your technician class, and your general class. Uh, and of course, it's kind of outdated now, and we need to redo that. But anyway, and that's kind of what I'm going to do here. I'm going to Update this as technology changes and all that good stuff. But anyway, back to the subject at hand. Uh, you you want to, like I said, pick something that you're interested in, and don't pick something just because it'll make money. You know, the, you know, making money with a podcast is a, a fine motivation, but it really shouldn't be your first motivation. You know, your first motivation should be that you've got something to say. It doesn't matter what that is, but you've got something to say, and you want a way of saying it to as many people as you can. So, you know, don't pick it just because it'll make money. If it happens to make money, awesome. And, you know, along that lines, you know, the first thing you want to do is once you've figured out what you want, figure out a domain name. Make sure it's available. And once you pick out a domain name that you like, you know, buy it, get it, you know, get it at GoDaddy, get it, you know, at Namecheap or, or wherever you get your domain names and get that domain name. You don't have to put it on a website right away. I mean, that is the next step, but you, you definitely want to uh, secure the domain name once you figure out what the name of the show is going to be or what the subject's going to be. And, uh, you know, there's a whole uh, science on that. I would suggest, if possible, to pick a .com. 
Uh, if you're going to do a video podcast, I suppose a uh, .tv. Mainly, we're going to cover audio podcasting here, but uh, a lot of this applies for a a uh, audio podcast as well. And the last step is get web hosting. Okay, you want to get your web hosting account if you've already got one at Bluehost or GoDaddy or HostGator or any of those where you can host multiple domains and multiple WordPress installations then uh, you've got that covered. Otherwise, uh, I recommend Bluehost. Not only because I'm an affiliate of theirs, but I use them. I've used them for uh, about half of the websites that I host. The other half I use GoDaddy. So uh, GoDaddy's also a good good, uh, place to uh, host your stuff. You'll hear people complain about GoDaddy, but they're mostly complaining about the non-technical stuff. So that's going to be it. These are going to be usually uh, three to ten minutes long. And they're just going to cover one topic. I'm also going to have a a screencast of the more technical things that will go along with each of these audio episodes. I don't know how many there are going to be in total, but they will get updated from time to time, and I'll keep them in order on the website. If you want to uh, see... All that I've got done so far at this point, just this one, uh, go over to podcasthelpdesk.com slash starter. And next week, we're going to talk about recording your first episode. And that brings us to the end of the episode. And, uh, yeah, that uh, last segment there is going to be a podcast onto itself. So I kind of recorded it as such. Notice no show zero on that one. That would be the first new podcast I've started in a while without a show zero. Uh, No particular reason other than this one's going to be a little different. I'm going to experiment. It's a little uh, behind uh, the, the curtain, inside baseball, whatever. Uh, this one I'm not going to put on iTunes. I'm going to experiment with how that works. I'm going to mainly push that one with uh, Google and mainly push that one as a standalone uh, Google. And, oh, it'll be on, uh, on YouTube. The screencasts will all be on YouTube and the uh, podcasts will all uh, be available. There will be an RSS feed, but they're not going to have, uh, they're not going to be in iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, I'm just going to have them, you know, mainly want people to come to the site. Now, Paul Culligan, on his last podcast report, was talking about the the possibility that he wanted to make his harder for people to listen to. He was going to think about taking the player off his webpage and and try to uh, force people to subscribe. Well, I'm not forcing anybody to subscribe uh, to Podcast Help Desk. I've got it out there with a player. I've got, you know, the nice subscribe buttons there on the site if you want to uh, subscribe, which I encourage and all that. But with this uh, podcast starters podcast, I'm not going to put it on iTunes. not going to put it on Stitcher. I'm going to kind of do the opposite experiment to what Paul's doing, where Paul's trying to make it so everybody goes through the subscription model. I'm going to not push the, the subscription on that one. It's going to be, you know, come to the website because there's going to be a lot of copious show notes and and pictures and screencasts and and all that at the website. 
So I don't think I, I want to, people getting it on iTunes and then never coming to the website. So we'll see how it works. And again, I was using it as a post-type podcasting uh, to uh, test that out and, and all that good stuff. Uh, you'll notice today's bumper music. That was uh, some uh, interesting stuff. That was recorded in my studio. Well, it was my studio at the time. I was interviewing Bobby and his uh, group. It's Bobby Yang, by the way, on violin. And he uses the violin to do rock covers. And the the songs or the song that I was playing all through was uh, bits of the song Cashmere, <laughs> as done by Bobby Yang. Uh, like I said, he was in my studio at WNMC, the radio station that uh, I work at periodically. And uh, during my show, I interviewed him and his band, and uh, he played a couple of live tunes. That first one, like I said, was Cashmere, and uh, and then I played it, you know, bits and pieces of that in between. And I'm going to end this episode a little differently than I have in the past. I'm not going to play the outro. I'm going to play another song that Bobby recorded. And if you listen all the way to the end, you'll, you'll see uh, that I actually was there and, and it was in my studio. You'll hear me uh, at the end, so it's kind of interesting. I, I want to say that was at least two years ago, but it might be more like five years ago. I don't remember. Uh, Bobby has got, since gone on to fame and fortune, well, fame anyway. Uh, he did the uh, National Anthem at the uh, 49ers versus Rams game on Monday Night Football uh, last year. And uh, there's a YouTube video embedded in the show notes there if you want to hear that rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner. And uh, it's pretty cool. So uh, with that, uh, I'm going to get out of here. Make sure that uh, if you want to support the show, use my promo code over at Blueberry.com. Use N-O-B-S for a free month of statistics or hosting. And you can also click on the banner on the right sidebar at the website at podcasthelpdesk.com and also check out my other advertisers. If you want to do Amazon, click on the Amazon banner, then go do your shopping. I get a little taste. Doesn't cost you any more. Works out all the way around. Uh, Keeps me in my uh, book habit (laughs) over at Amazon. So... With that, uh, this has been the Podcast Help Desk, your place for strange music and some podcast advice. Catch me later.
Excellent. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. guys. You guys are playing all my favorite stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's 